Trending upwards and trending down. This is the MCOCME Podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and grandmothers out there. Hope you're all having a great day. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, special shout out to my mom and my grandmother, who I call Gramas. They are the most fantastic women on the planet, according to me. <laughs> and uh, yesterday, I turned 36. It's a big day. Traveled to Lithuania to get everything going here for the Ramstein tour. But uh, it was really cool. I was surrounded by some good company, some good friends. I was able to go into a platinum lounge at the airport, have two new seven-star champions, Elsa Bloodstone and Terax, who somebody told me Terax is the second best herald in the game. So if the general public could either confirm or deny that, would love to know. And uh, if Elsa Bloodstone is you know even worthwhile Unduped would be really cool to know as well, even though I have her as a six-star dupe, but whatever, it's okay. But I haven't really done a trending upwards or trending down, or as I usually call it, a stock up or stock down episode in a minute. And there's been a lot going on in the game right now. So I figured, let's talk about what is trending upwards, trending down. There's a little bit of controversy in my negative pile, but I will elaborate on that when the time comes. So Starting with trending upwards, or AKA stock up. Guardians of the Galaxy Champions. Now, if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, get off your ass and do it. It is a very emotional and fun and just very worthwhile watch. I love how it brings the uh, trilogy to a close, and it's just so good. And it's a big W for the uh, MCU. But, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy Champions right now, we have a solo event going on, so you can earn yourself some really cool shards to get some champions. Um, every time I see the Intergalactic Planetary Shards, I'm always quoting Beastie Boys because, you know, that's the song. But if you have um, any Guardians of the Galaxy Champions, get in there right now, smash the solo objective. Uh, it's just really easy to do, and I always enjoy it when a group of champions is kind of put to the forefront to shine. And I actually was able to acquire a seven-star Gamora, who absolutely rocks. And I was able to, <coughs> excuse me, ooh, it's dry here in Lithuania, excuse me, um, get my hands on a, uh, a duping of Agent Venom. And we all know how insane he is with the Craven and Scorpion synergy. He's just an absolute monster. Um, next up, Relics. Now, the Relics have become... A very new, I would say, facet of the game that was kind of, players were a little bit sort of timid about this at first, but with new relics coming in for new characters, they are just putting your champions over the top. Like, I put a Miss Marvel relic on my Hercules, he's insane. I put a Gamora relic on my Gamora, she's insane. But there's all these different kind of um, matchups and sort of combinations of relics and champions that you can put into your roster. And they make your champion shine in the best way possible. So if you haven't, you know, really sort of tried to acquire a few relics, I would go ahead and do so because I feel like the game is really going to be shifting in terms of, hey, use your relics in this side quest. Like there's a couple paths on the um, monthly Thronebreaker and Cavalier where pretty much you're going to gain power by using your relics. And it's cool to see that because I feel like they're a nice little addition to the game, and they can make your champions just so much better. Uh, next up, 
side quests. Now, the Attack on Titan is just so fun. It's really easy. The rewards are kick-ass. If you're not doing it, get in there and do it. Doesn't cost much. It's just, you know, it's one energy per move, but you will come away with a buttload of really good rewards for doing minimal effort. Next up, Dragon Man. Now, you're probably wondering why Dragon Man. Well, I'll tell you what. Dragon Man is a great EQ boss killer this month. For Ronan, for Adam Warlock, he absolutely shreds them. And I understand that there's probably better options out there in the Mystic class. Don't get me wrong. But Dragon Man has been an MVP for me. He just melts Adam Warlock. He's a lot of fun. You get him in the corner. Game over. And, you know, as a rank 3 6-star, he does a lot of really cool damage. Big fan of him. Next up, Paragon Crystals. Now, I'm glad that these are in the game. I, they're a big upgrade over the Cavalier Crystals because I hated doing a Cavalier Nexus and all I would get is like 3-star champions. I'm over that. I'm a Paragon player. I don't need 3-stars anymore. If I do, it's for arenas or for a very specific piece of content that will highlight 3-star champions. However, the Paragon Crystals are saying, eh, we don't need them anymore. So now it's just 4-star champions to 7-star champions, which is really cool because... You know, shooting your shot and trying to get a 7-star champion or two, you know, it's worthwhile. But coming away with a nice 5 or even 6-star champion, really cool as well. And then finally, speaking of 7-star champions, 7-star champions are trending upwards. With the 7-star solo objective event, the alliance event, the new quest, I mean, 7-star champions are kind of the big buzz right now. There's a lot of really cool videos of players hitting some really kick-ass champions, some really cool gameplay, some comparisons. And I got to say... I was very lukewarm on 7-star champions to begin with, but they're growing on me. And, you know, after getting, I would say, you know, my first five, which are pretty solid. I have War Machine, Venom, Gamora, Elsa Bloodstone, and Terax. I'm happy. I think that's a really cool start. It's a really cool base to have, and I can only build upwards from there. So we'll see who I get. I think I have like, I think I have like 13,000, maybe. For my um, my next pull, so just you know, maybe just popping open a couple of uh, six stars, or maybe whatever seven star shards I get from doing the Attack of Titan Week Four. We'll see. But now, stock down. This is where things get juicy and spicy. Uh, number well, not really number one, but the first on my list, Battlegrounds. And I hate to shit on Battlegrounds, but I'm gonna shit on Battlegrounds. I just feel like this season has been really buggy, even though the Nodes are not that bad. The whole, like, you know, if you don't hit the opponent, you receive direct damage. There's the unstoppable. But I don't know. I've just had a, I've had a hard time really progressing this season. My fights have been kind of really lopsided for some odd reason, even though I feel like I have a pretty good roster for my battle deck. But there's too many bugs. A lot of lagging. I have fights that are just crapping out on me. Like, I will literally, you know, it'll say, you know, here's your matchup. The, the timer goes off. And I'm not even in the battle screen. And the next thing you know, my health pool is zero. Theirs is at 100 and they win based on that crap. So I don't know if that's just, you know, some scammers, some cheaters. I don't know what's going on. But I just wish that the Battlegrounds side of things would just kind of get their shit together. And I, I don't know. I, I always look back on the one season that was buffed up. I feel like that was a lot of fun. And a lot of players really progressed very heavily on that one. But they weren't as buggy. It wasn't, there weren't too many just hiccups in it. And, you know, 
kind of miss that. And I just wish that the game would fix that sooner than later. Uh, next up, farming. Now, I know this is probably pastime talk, but that's what, has been, that's what farming is now. It's a pastime. No one really does it anymore because of the new patch update. And I don't really do the reliquary because I kind of forget that it's even there. And, you know, if you're a player that really hasn't knocked out any sort of, like, heavy-hitting content, if you're still doing Abyss, the Eternity of Pain, or maybe even Act 7, Act 8, you're probably low on some, some items right now. And you can't do what you used to do, which is just go in and farm, 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 and get the, you know, right amount of health potions and revives and energy refills that you need. But, you know... Long gone are the days of the farm. It's sad. Next up, six star awakening gems. Now, I don't. I'm not really kind of you know harping on this too much, but hear me out. Six star awakening gems. They used to be very rare. You had to really do some high end content to acquire these things, or spend buku units or buku dollars or currency to go and acquire these. That's just the way it went. Nowadays, the side events, they're just giving them away. Like I got one from last month's Sinister Six vaults. This month, I can get two, a class and a generic, which is awesome. But that's just kind of showing you how the economy of the game is shifting. Before, super hard to get. You had to pay for it. Now it's, yeah, they're there. That's it. Just, you know, put the minimal amount of work into a side quest and you will receive a six-star awakening gem. It's that easy. Go check it out in the, in the solo objectives tab for Attack on Titan. You can make out like a bandit. And finally, my most controversial, trending down, six-star champions. But hear me out on this. This is important. Seven-star champions are now in the mix. All the YouTube videos I've seen, all the tweets, all the posts have been about 7-star champions. Battle comparisons, damage output, yada, yada, yada. It's kind of funny to see how in the blink of an eye, all the rave and all the rage about 6-star champions is kind of dwindling. Everyone's focusing on 7-star champions now. And guess what? I knew this was going to happen because it happened with four-star champions once five-stars came in, and it happened with five-star champions once six-star champions came in. So as we can see, the cycle continues. Now, I'm not saying that six-star champions are endangered, but you don't really see a lot of talk you know, nowadays about them. They still do play a very important part in the game, but when you are you know, putting out objectives and rewards and quests that are specifically geared towards seven-star acquisition and usage, well, you're not really going to be hunting down six-star champions. Like, for example, yesterday when I was doing my birthday polls, I was more concerned about my seven-star champions than I was my six-star featured and basic. But that's just the way it goes because I was, you know, it's a new thing. It's the new kids on the block. The new, the, the old boss is now meeting the new bosses. But I don't think six stars are really going to go away. They're still going to be very important within the game, especially for whichever content is coming, you know, down the line here. And, you know, get after those six star champions. Try to get the seven stars as well. But, you know, don't don't break your your bank physically or in game trying to acquire them. 
And then, uh, yeah, that's all I got. By the way, uh, the featured crystals are running out soon, so if you have not really gotten after them, or if you're saving up, I would pop those crystals open sooner than later. But it's been a long day for me. Done with work. I'm going to go relax. But this is the MCOC Me podcast. But last but not least, happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Take it easy.